0: Hello and welcome to EWTN Pro-Life Weekly. I'm your host, Prudence Robertson. Honoring moms, this week we bring you a Mother's Day special in honor of those courageous women in our lives who love us sacrificially. To hear from moms who have persevered with the help of a community who loves them, we take you inside a hidden gem in North Dakota, the St. Gianna and Pietro Mola maternity home our Immaculate Mother. As we reflect on Mother's Day, we look to our Blessed Mother, who is our model of grace and self-giving love. We speak with Heather Kim, a mom of three and co-host of the Abiding Together podcast about how we can grow in our devotion to the mother of us all. Helping moms choose life. What do expectant moms need to help them choose life? The Mirabia Home at Belmont Abbey College is dedicated to helping college-aged moms pursue their hopes and dreams, even when it might seem impossible. In the small town of Warsaw, North Dakota, there's a beautiful home for young mothers that draws saintly inspiration from their patrons, Gianna Beretta Molla and her husband, Pietro. I recently had the opportunity to take a visit and see firsthand what makes this maternity home so special. What I like about my family is that they're there for me. The St. Gianna and Pietro Molla maternity home was founded in 2004. It's a place where expectant and new moms of any age can live while they discern what their next steps will be. Foundress of the home and former teacher Mary Pat Yonner was inspired by the heroic love that St. Gianna had for her family to provide young moms with an alternative to abortion who find themselves pregnant and
1: alone. But it really is is family life, you know, to the core. We're just a bigger family with lots of different needs and concerns. But, you know, we're cooking, we're cleaning, um, we're, we're doing classes or going, going over to the high school. Um, and really tried to also focus on the joy of life that I think sometimes the moms who come here have felt extreme loneliness and haven't had that.
0: The home was originally built in 1920 and underwent major renovations in the early 2000s. Large rooms have enough space for both mom and baby. Mariana and Molly are residents at the home. They told me why they ultimately chose to live at St. Gianna and Pietros.
2: My mom had reached out to some places and we just felt like me being in a, an environment where I could truly be in a place where my needs are met definitely definitely grown so much and just like being able to visit the chapel whenever I need to um, just being in that environment and just know that like God is so present in my in my life like every single day and so that's been really cool.
0: Open adoptions are encouraged here, meaning birth moms can still have a relationship with their children and their adoptive families. Molly often chats with her son Bernard on the phone and has been able to watch him grow up and witness many milestones. We also met the Oswalds, a beautiful family of eight, All six of their children are adopted. Everly, their eldest daughter, was born at St. Gianna and Pietro's. Her birth mom, Amanda, was grieving the loss of her mother when she came to live at the home while she was pregnant with Everly. So this is like my saving grace. My life. Everly's mom, Jen, shared that she and her husband, Steve, were also grieving when they came to the home. A child they had been caring for for three months, who they wanted to adopt, was unexpectedly removed from their custody.
2: When we got chosen by Amanda, when we met with her the first day, she said to us, I actually felt connected to you because of your loss, because of the loss with my mom. And I just thought it was such a great description of beauty from ashes. I didn't think my heart would ever heal after that failed adoption and again ever came and changed all of that. Amanda's been through every, I want to cry, every big event in Ever's life. Amanda's either been there or there's videos sent or pictures sent, and Amanda's just as excited for her as I am. And so just honestly for me, doing life with somebody that
0: loves your child as much as you do, and just cheers them on with you, it's awesome. We also met adoptive mother, Robin, and birth mom, Devon, who shared how their lives were woven together at St. Gianna and Pietro's when little Riley was born. You know, when we drove out the driveway, I tell the story all the time. We drove out the driveway and Devin
2: kind of waved at me, and I looked at my husband and I'm like, I think that we're adopting Devin's baby. And we had only known her for, you know, 20 minutes. So
0: it was God's plan. It God, was God's plan yes. for sure. Yeah, Devin shared that when Robin and her husband adopted Riley, it was almost like they adopted her too seen at Riley's concerts, they give me hugs and we all start to cry. <laughs> We're all very emotional, <laughs> which is okay. But it's just, it's one thing you can't plan in your life. that unplanned moment just changed mine forever and i would never change it devon went on to get married and have more children of her own we got to meet her son finley some of the kids shared with us about their birth families
2: my birth family got to come with my little baby sister that's name is lolo and i'm going to see my my um other baby brother his name is Julia. If I didn't ever see Amanda, that would kind of be heartbreaking because my siblings get to see their birth families just like me every year too, so if I weren't able to see Amanda I probably wouldn't
0: even know what she would look like. Father Joseph Christensen, a Franciscan priest who lives just across the street from the home, is the closest thing that most of these women have to a father. The patriarch of St. Gianna and Pietro's, he does everything he can to make sure these ladies have everything they need, both physically and spiritually.
3: Definitely uh, spiritual and providing sacraments and graces in that way, as I mentioned, the mass, confession, spiritual counsel, and also uh, coupled with that just on the human level of uh, being that father figure.
0: He explained how Saint Gianna's husband Pietro serves as a holy example of the type of men the world needs.
3: Right, He was uh, a father of a family. He was an engineer and led uh, the Match Factory company for many years. Uh, so very hardworking. He was uh, also then a single parent as these mothers are um, that come here for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so he understands.
0: Gianna Mead is 18 years old. She was the first baby who was born at St. Gianna and Pietros, the first of many children who were given a chance because of the work that is done in this place to help moms make the toughest decision of their lives. She shared what life is like for her today. I definitely
2: am a big part of the community. I love to talk to people. I have friends over here
0: all the time. For prom, we had people come over here and take pictures because we had like a really nice landscape. Um, It's been (laughs) a little, I mean, different obviously, but the best different I could describe, it's, for me, I got to have a family that I never would have had the opportunity to even encounter. My mom came here from a way different place, from a low place where she was definitely struggling and would have been struggling and I probably would have ended up on like the same path as her probably, I'm sure, but coming here, getting to see everybody and them really just teaching me how to live my life has really helped. Moms are celebrated around the world every May. During this month, the church also honors our spiritual mother, the Blessed Virgin Mary. Mary is the perfect inspiration for all moms, regardless of what their motherhood looks like, biological, adoptive, or spiritual. The joys and sorrows of Mary's life as a mother are mirrored in the experiences of all moms, connecting them to her in a unique way. Archbishop Fulton Sheen describes the relationship between mother and child in this way. Deep love does not so much exist between two hearts as between one heart and two bodies. A community of interests, thoughts, desires, develop as if from two mountain currents, a single river flowed. Heather Kim, co-founder of Life Restoration Ministries and co-host of the podcast Abiding Together, joins us now to share her reflections on our Blessed Mother. Heather, thanks so much for joining us today on this special Mother's Day episode and happy belated Mother's Day to you. What makes Mary such a powerful intercessor and role model for mothers?
3: Yeah, I think there's so many reasons why Mary can be pivotal in our relationship with God. Actually, that's her, that's the whole point was that she magnifies who God is of and course. she is sort of a pathway for us to get to her son and Jesus gave us his mother, you know, at the foot of the cross, there was John and he said, Here is your mother. And so I think that's just like a good reference point to know that God is in is is a God of relationship. And this is how he chooses to move and and offer himself to us in a variety of ways. And so I think Mary as a mother for us is one of the most important things for me in my own faith journey because we need different people who can reveal the face of God to us and be a powerful um, intercessor. And and she definitely has been that for me.
0: Of course, and Heather, um, speaking of that, talk to me a little bit more about how you've relied on the Blessed Mother in your own vocation as a wife and mother.
3: Yeah, I think just, you know, when you get into scripture and you start reading about the life of Mary, and then you actually start to imagine what it must have been like for this young girl to have an angel appear to her and the fear that it even expresses in the scriptures and you go, wow, I felt fear before. There's just so many relatable things as you read the scriptures and uncover what her situation was like. And I think that's been one of the most inspiring things to me is that even in the midst of fear, even in the midst of not knowing, she opened wide the door to the Holy Spirit to move within her. Mm-hmm. And and that's been an incredible, very tangible inspiration for me from the Blessed Mother is to say, what areas in my life do I feel afraid? Or I might not know what's coming. And usually in motherhood, that feels like every day where you don't know <laughs> what might happen, um, where I need to open the door to the Holy Spirit, because we're not meant to do this on our own. And I think Mary is the model of that, of like her littleness, her humility, and just saying, I can't do any of this on my own. So I'm going to open my whole life, my whole heart, my whole body um, to God and to the Holy Spirit, so that He can be manifest and and do great things in me. And so I think that's the model that I've been like, wow, this is so inspiring that that I too can open up myself to God and to the Holy Spirit in that way.
0: Right, right. You mentioned her her littleness, your hum- her humility, her humanity mm-hmm. is what makes her so relatable to us. Um, Mm -hmm. Heather, you co-host a podcast with Sister Miriam James and Michelle Benzinger, who is also a mom. I'm sure motherhood Mm -hmm. looks very different for all three of you. So I'm curious, what do your fellow hosts teach you about your vocation as a mother? How have you all grown together?
3: Oh, my gosh. The, I mean, it's one of my favorite things is to be in relationship with people who are so different, but we share a, a similar heart. So I have three children. Michelle has six children, two that she adopted from wow. Haiti. So so their family situation has just been like su- such an inspiration and such a beautiful witness. And then Sister Miriam, just her spiritual motherhood that she has offered to so many. And I've seen that particularly um, as she works with a lot of priests in restoration and healing. And it's just been an It's been really beautiful to see how, you know, Pope John Paul II talks about the feminine genius, and one of those aspects is maternity, so that no matter what state of life we're in, that is inherent in who we are as women, and a gift that God is calling us to offer to the world. So even Sister Miriam, who's not married and won't have biological children, she has spiritual children, and her motherhood is radiant within her. And so, yeah, it's been beautiful to witness that in two of my closest friends. Thank you Mm -hmm. for
0: sharing that. Thank you. Um, Heather, there are, of course, many different titles for Mary and devotions to her. Which of these resonate with you the most?
3: The one I've always loved the most is Star of the Sea. I just, I love that title because there's something about how, I mean, for me, life often, I think for many of us feels like it's a storm, you know, (laughs) and and there's darkness and there's waves. And so to just have this this, the light of the star that would guide us no matter what through the darkness, through the tumultuous times and, and Mary being that light um, that leads us on our way to Jesus. It's not that she's the end, you know, but she is lighting the way yes. to him. So I've always loved that title for her. Yeah,
0: that's beautiful. She's one of my favorites as well. Heather, what yeah. are some practicals for mothers who want to develop their devotion to Mary in the midst of the craziness of motherhood?
3: Yeah, it's hard. I remember those days. My kids are are a bit older now and, you know, going off to college and things like that. But but especially when they're young, it can be hard to find time that we might want to dive into deep devotions. But I think just even starting with the scriptures and reading little bits at a time about the life of Our Lady and and just how, how open she was, how surrendered her life was, how dependent she was, and to use that as a model. But I would say also the rosary, it's so easy that even in mm. the midst of... You know the daily life and washing dishes and wiping all the things you have to wipe as a mom <laughs> but but just to have like a, a rosary and to continue that and and there's some beautiful ones like i have this one from a company called choose life and it has like a little marker so whenever you have to pause you just have a little marker there which i'm like that's motherhood for you you know where you can't quite get through maybe a whole rosary but so i think that that's really helpful Yeah, it is. It is. And I think that that's a couple of ways that we can begin to engage in that relationship because Mary isn't just an idea. She's a real person, Hmm. a person that we're invited into relationship with. And so to just take it little steps at a time, that's how we grow relationships is by spending time by thinking about the other person and by talking to them. And that would be, you know, prayer and asking for her intercessions. Of
0: course. Well, well said. Great advice. Thank you so much for joining us, Heather Kim, co-founder of Life Restoration Ministries and co-host of the podcast Abiding Together. And again, happy Mother's Day, Heather.
3: Thank you, Prudence.
0: Before we continue celebrating mothers, here's your top pro-life headlines this week. More candidates are emerging for the 2024 presidential election and defining their platforms on abortion. None of the Democratic candidates, including President Joe Biden, have shared any plans to restrict abortion. While Republican candidates are more keen to defend life, the answers are muddy. In a town hall this month, former President Donald Trump refused to state whether or not he would support a federal abortion ban. And he recently called Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' six-week abortion limit too harsh. Candidate Nikki Haley says a limit on the federal level is not realistic. The primary elections will be held in spring of 2024. Finally, one more quick update. As we reported last week, a Catholic parish in New York installed an art exhibit called God is Trans. While news outlets said that the art had been removed from the church, our sister news service, Catholic News Agency, reports that the paintings are still up, with the controversial title removed. The paintings are part of a larger art exhibit at the parish. The parish has not yet responded to EWTN Pro-Life Weekly's request for comment. Coming up, a closer look at the St. Gianna and Pietro Mola Maternity Home and the saint who inspired it. We speak to her daughter. Plus, one Catholic college helps pregnant women navigate the joys and challenges of motherhood, all while pursuing a college education. The details of this pro-life program, next. You're watching EWTN Pro-Life Weekly. I'm Prudence Robertson. Welcome back to the show. At the start of our show, we told you all about the St. Gianna and Pietro Mola maternity home. But what we haven't yet shared is that we were blessed to spend time there with the daughter of St. Gianna and Pietro, Dr. Gianna Emanuela Mola.
1: My most beloved and St. Mama, St. Gianna, and my most beloved and holy dad Pietro for the gift of life which is really everything, I can tell you. I would not be here now with all of you if I had not been loved so much.
0: Gianna Emanuela has traveled the world sharing the story of her mom and dad's life, their holy marriage, and their undying commitment to each other. This is what she had to say about the St. Gianna and Pietro Mola maternity home, where a shrine has been installed to honor her saintly mother.
1: It is always a great joy, a blessing for me to be able to spend time here at the St. John and Pietromola Maternity Hope. For me to be here is like to be in a family and I have always something to learn from all the people who are here. I am particularly glad that my room is just a few steps far from this beautiful chapel with the most holy sacrament so very close to me. What a greatest privilege. And uh, this chapel also treasures some relics of my saint mom and a pious memento of my holy death. The renaming of the home on past August 2022 to both of my must-beloved holy parents, whom I love with the same immense love, gave me a greatest joy. I'm deeply grateful to Mary Pat, who is like another sister for me, to Father Joseph, and above all, to the board of directors of the Home. And I think such a renaming is very appropriate because both of my parents totally sacrificed their lives, for me and my siblings, even if in different ways. According to God's holy will, it was my holy dad, not my saint mom, a single parent, and for 48 years, and during this long time, he carried his big cross, day after day, and he became both father and mother to me and my siblings. He also suffered another huge sorrow, losing my older sister Mariolina at only six years old, two years after my mom's death. And my mom, in a letter he, she wrote to my dad, wrote these words You really are a saintly papa, not of gold, but of diamond, the biggest and most precious one there is on the earth. Well, I fully agree with my mom. May the heroic example of my holy parents inspire and enlighten the daily journey towards holiness also of all the people here at the St. John and Pietro Molla maternity with the certainty they intercede for us and pray for us from paradise. To close out this special episode, we take a look back
0: at MiraVIA, a program at Belmont Abbey College that helps pregnant students choose life and earn their college degrees. MiraVIA has been helping women in North Carolina since 1994. It was originally known as Room at the Inn, but later in 2013, the organization changed its name to MiraVIA, which means the miraculous way. I currently have a five-month-old baby girl, Um, her name is Catalina and I love her so much. Catalina's mother, who um, prefers to stay anonymous, shares how Miravia has helped her throughout her journey as a mother and a student. Being a mom is not easy, (laughs) (laughs) especially an athlete, a mom and a student, it was like really hard to balance all through the mouth,
2: but I feel like this program really helped with Encouraging
0: us to still go to school and be a full time mom. Debbie Capin is the executive director at Miravia. She says she could have benefited from the program had it been available during her time.
2: I would have been a client of Miravia when I was 19 um, and I was pregnant in college. And sadly, there was nothing for me at the time. I was not living my faith, and I succumbed to the fears that many of our clients face and sadly had an abortion. And over the years, through um, God's divine mercy and coming back to the faith, I became compelled to help and to prevent the same tragedy for other women and their children.
0: Capon now dedicates her time to helping women who share the same feelings she experienced when she was 19.
2: One of the, the drivers to abortion is that fear that they're going to be isolated, they're not going to have friendships, no one's going to be there for them. And instead, they, they find a new tribe, they find a new family here, um, and we just help them along the way.
3: We talk about the, the mission to to give pregnant college women a chance to have both their child and their education. Mm There's not a a distinction. They don't have to choose between the two.
0: Abbott PLACID-SOLARI is the chancellor of Belmont Abbey College. He says the real mission of the college is to save souls. And what better way to do so than helping young moms raise their children with love and care? After serving its community for over 27 years, Miravia continues to offer its unique blend of integrated programs to meet the needs of mothers and their children. The program is a testament that women are able to accomplish their goals no matter the situation. One time I had a college student in my office and she was going over her um, dissertation in philosophy class and all of a sudden this little toddler runs in and she's like, I went potty. She was so excited to tell me that with her lollipop and it's just this beautiful life that we had. Want to learn more about Miravia and similar programs? Tune into EWTN News in Depth for a special report on how Catholic colleges are supporting pregnant students. You can also read about these programs on EWTN's sister news services, Catholic News Agency, and the National Catholic Register. That does it for this edition of EWTN Pro-Life Weekly. I'm Prudence Robertson. Don't forget you can find us at EWTN Pro-Life on all social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're there. Or send us a message by emailing ProLifeWeekly at EWTN.com. We love to hear from you. Remember, life is a gift. Your life is a gift. God bless.